good evening and welcome to another episode of the Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson. So there was a gig on tonight, a seven minute slot going at a place that I really like. Uh, I think it's called the Mu- the Museum of Art and Theatre, Art and Music, Museum of Art and Music, something like that. Uh, and I, I've played it before. It's an amazing stage. The sound system's fantastic. It's a fucking grand piano up there as well. The whole thing is um, is is a, a lovely setup and a great place to do comedy. And I did a ten there uh, a while ago. Anyway, long and short of it, they were like, "Hey, who wants to do a gig tonight?" And I very nearly said yes, but I'm I've had so much time off. I've got to get my shit together, and it would have I would have had two hours before I had to leave the house. So too soon. So 1st of September, we're still on. As long as COVID doesn't get me and um, fuck up my plans because uh, the boy is still in the tent in the garden. <laughs> is this bad parenting, shoving him in a tent in the garden? But he's got, we've got the um, extension league going down there. So he's got a light and he's got a phone charger and he's got a duvet and a sleeping bag. And he's, you know, he's not, he's not roughing it. It's he's got water he gets to use the toilet when he wants to come in and knock on the back door so yeah as long as covid isn't creeping up on me i have fucking overdone it at the gym this happens all the time i have doms delayed onset muscle soreness and then i go and work out anyway again and then i get double doms and then i have a day off but i'm still like i woke up this morning and i'm still aching everywhere but i was like fuck that i want to go to the gym so I went and did legs stupidly, and now I'm like, my body's like, what have you done, you fucking idiot? And I don't need to be battering my immune system when the virus is hanging about. Uh, the virus being COVID, of course, it's the virus I'm talking about, not the monkeypox virus or anything like that. I haven't been fucking any monkeys. So, Andrew Tate, you may know him re- recently, he may have appeared on your radar because he was that, he's that gobshite um, bald bloke who um, says a lot of stuff on social media, which is like controversial. And he's kind of like a bit of a, a, a thought leader gives him too much credit. He is kind of like an alpha male type for people men online to follow there's so many men's movements online and i'm not necessarily against them i just don't understand them there's black pill red pill i think there's a white pill there's men going their own way there's that there's the incel movement which is about women hating and of course um there's the uh, pua pickup uh sarging you know scoring with women movement and you've got oh we, we got the men's right, rights activists as well you got things like that and Look, I think that's called the manosphere, isn't it? I think I've heard people call it that. Now, I actually think that um, men getting together and helping each other is great. And I have been helped greatly by one of those forums when I was younger. I um, I got a little bit involved in the PUA scene in London when I was single. Uh, Pickup artist is what it's called. The Game. Um, and really, it was actually just a lot about self-improvement. And um, people were very open on that forum. It used to be called the LSS, the London Seduction Society or something like that. I fucking it sounds whack, doesn't it? But it's basically about guys who want to score. But it wasn't really just about guys who want to score. It's, pe- it's men who couldn't score at all. And it was like a way for them to first get into self-improvement. And most PUAs have turned into real, like, 
self-help style guru people. The pinnacle of which is Neil Strauss, who wrote the game and other books. And he runs something called The Society. And it's all about um, self-improvement and emotional understanding. And he comes at it from a real therapy point of view. And But then you get some PUAs who are like, you know, women like to be raped. You know, there is, there is that style of PUA who's um, really woman-hating. And one of the things I've always said about the, the whole PUA thing is it was very much about, or at least it should be, not hating women, but loving women. Having love for your fellow man and woman. Because it was about not competing with other people, but loving yourself and giving that energy of love out. And it was also about, of course, you can't want to school with women and, and hate them. It, does, it doesn't work that way. It was a very opposite ethos to the incel movement, which was, I can't get laid, I blame women and I hate them. Um, P, P, the, the whole PUA movement actually was very much about, well, the problem always lies in yourself and your self-care and your self-love. And it was there was something called Outer Game, which was when you used to uh, chat to women with, you know, canned lines and like pathways to increase conversation and intimacy and things. And then there was something called inner game, which was very much all about self-help, how you feel about yourself, how to get over nerves, all of those kind of things. And it was actually a really positive movement. Now, Andrew Tate, he's kind of taken all of the stuff from the manosphere, all of this fucking coloured pill stuff and men going their own way and all that and basically said you know fuck women they're trash and i'm a fucking alpha and blah 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 and i think just in the way that you know for the far right or the far left and uh political anger can kind of capture young people's imaginations for the wrong reasons because they're looking for direction andrew tate has captured the imaginations of a lot of young men because they look up to him like he's got a bugatti he flies in a private jet um, you know, he's he, he fucks a lot of women, so they're just like, oh man, that's what I want. And you can't knock people for wanting that. I don't necessarily know whether you can judge someone's happiness and success on whether or not they've got a £400,000 sports car. Actually, I think it's over a million, isn't it, Bugatti? But that's fine. <laughs> but but I, I think people look at him and they think, yeah, I want that. And you, you don't necessarily know if you wanted that, if you want that. But the, I'm a 44-year-old man who has got the wisdom of of all of that on my shoulders. I'm not saying I'm clever, but I'm saying that age brings wisdom, doesn't it? Whereas, like, a 22-year-old, a especially a 22-year-old who can't really score and everything, they hear someone, like, ranting and screaming and saying that women are trash and saying that, um, you know, this is the reason why the world's like this because he, he does a lot of kind of pseudo-pop politics. And there's a load of blame chucked in there and everything. So people are just like, yeah, fucking Andrew Tate. Anyway, he got banned from social media. That's a long seven minutes for me to say he got banned from social media. And I don't think they should ban him. I think the guy's a knobhead. But, you know, how do you counter bad speech? You counter it with better speech. You, nothing is good when you suppress it. If there is a subject that is not allowed to be talked about, then that in and of itself will become a rotten subject. I think there's um, something that, Freud says, now look, this is not, <laughs> this is going to be a comedy podcast and I'm fucking talking about Freud. But what Freud says, he says something like, uh, unexpressed emotions don't go away, they just reveal themselves in uglier ways. That's a slight misquote, but you get the idea. And 
so people are now just going to be posting. Like, he's now become some kind of fucking hero. He's come. Uh, what's he called? Samzat. You know, Sam isn't Samzat um, like controversial band material. He's basically become that. And so suddenly he's got even more cultural cachet with these people who already feel rejected. And it's like, no, this is not this is not the way to do it, because now now it's going to be like, I told you men were under attack. And I do agree to an extent men are under attack. I, I really do believe that. Like you never hear about the phrase toxic femininity, but you do hear about the phrase toxic masculinity. And you've got to remember that the male suicide rate is sky high compared to the female suicide rate. And one of the things they say is, oh, you know, men need to talk more. But then when they do talk and they do get together, people are like, well, this is some kind of fucking female hate group. Or men commit suicide in huge numbers compared to women, and then toxic masculinity is blamed. So men are being blamed for themselves killing themselves you see what I mean so it's like whatever way you kind of move the Rubik's Cube it's always like well this is men look at fucking men men is men problem this is the patriarchy and blah blah and I don't believe in that narrative because like I said about blaming women or blaming the left or the right I don't believe blame is 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 the answer and um uh, blaming men is just as ridiculous so but shutting down their fucking pseudo knobhead God, right, is going to be, he's just going to cause more fucking problems. And look, I'm not an Andrew Tate fan. I knew Andrew Tate in, t- in terms of I knew of him um, back in the days where he was kind of doing Tommy Robinson's dirty work. Some historian guy was slagging off Tommy Robinson on Twitter. They ended up having like, uh, like a lot of conflict with each other. This is when Tommy Robinson was on Twitter. And Tommy Robinson went round to his house and then Tate, uh, Andrew Tate went round to his house and bear in mind he's a fucking champion kickboxer. And so it was all like, oh, and I remember seeing that and I blocked him on Twitter in like whenever that was, 2015, 2017, because I was like, who the fuck is this fucker? What a, what a bully. So look, I'm, uh, I'm well ahead of the curve in disliking him, but I'm, I'm, look, I just think if he's saying stuff which people don't like, so fucking what? Yeah, a lot of people might not like this podcast. That doesn't mean I want it banned. I don't like a lot of other people's opinions. It doesn't mean I think they, they should be banned. I don't like this whole thing of, we don't like what this guy's saying, so shut him down. I don't think a free society should work like that. And I don't think, ultimately, there is uh, an, an easy solution to it. But one of the great things about free speech is you have the freedom to hear shit you don't want to hear. And I don't want to hear Andrew Tate. So I blocked him on Twitter. But it doesn't mean I've campaigned to get him banned from Twitter. I don't know. I'm, I haven't got any answers. But I think when you're 44, you, you come to the table a little bit more considered than, you know, the knee-jerk people who want him uh, banned or the knee-jerk people who think he's some kind of fucking, you know, leader. Anyway, this has been a long old rant, hasn't it? It's been a long old fucking rant about um, the manosphere and masculinity uh, and so forth. And um, that's it. See you on the next pod.